With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Our executive producer is Ryan Bershinger. You can find him on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. Mike, we have hit the home stretch. Uh, it could be final week of some regular seasons, the next to last week of the regular season for other leagues. But uh, the end is near and a lot to clean up as we are about to enter the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, even if you're out, you, you play that roster, the last line, and your last moment of glory for the fantasy season could be to screw up somebody else's playoff ambitions, tiebreakers, and send them to, uh, well, fantasy hell because they'll think of all the roster moves they should have made while sitting around watching other people open presents. The other part about it is you can try to avoid maybe that awful league punishment for uh, finishing in last place so that is also on the line i'm sure for people this week but there's there's something else with uh within this and this is what i love about doing this podcast is it's not just names and numbers and we'll get mike's rankings coming up in just a couple of minutes but i do want to throw out a scenario that i think a lot of people are are facing and that's tiebreakers when you enter the regular season of your league it is imperative to have your tiebreaker set so your league members understand what's at stake. And I'll give you a scenario in a league that I'm in. I wanted to find out, because I'm not the commissioner of that league, someone else is, and there's a scenario where in a matchup I need one team to win and the other team to lose because I thought to myself, hey, 
I've got a head-to-head matchup against this guy, and if he and I end up having the same records, he's the one that I need to lose. So in case I lose, I have the tiebreaker. So I text our commission, hey, what's the deal with the uh, tiebreakers? And I go, is it head-to-head? Is it points? What is it? And he writes back, he goes, points as it should be. And I don't know if I agree with that, Mike. Why? Uh, my whole point is this. Points are obviously you're taking everything out of the equation. Unlucky week because you played the guy with the highest amount of points that week. Maybe you did it four, four weeks straight. I get that. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason we play games. And if you have a head-to-head win over someone or two wins or swept them, that should take precedent. In my longtime league, we do have head-to-head. I found it almost appalling that he said points as it should be, like it's sh- like this is the way that all fantasy leagues should be run. Because my counter to that is why have the games? So where do you stand when it comes to tiebreakers entering a fantasy football uh, regular season? Well, I, I certainly don't think that the – well, this is the way it should be to be all to end all like you're the grand uh, emperor of things uh, is the way to go. So uh, I'll, I'll make sure to send him a text and mock him for that uh, kind of uh, buffoonery. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I, I see the point to a degree in that you were – if you're scoring at a high rate uh, – I mean, I, I once went – went 0 for a regular season. It was improbable. I had the third most points scored in the league. I just happened to hit a buzzsaw every Mm -hmm. damn week, Uh, and that's just the way it goes. But for tiebreaker purposes, I could see the argument of, hey, you scored a lot of points, and you move forward. So there's two things I would say to this. Number one, the league constitution needs to be where everybody can find it, and it needs to be laid out in a way that there's no vagaries, uncertainties, etc. That's part one. Uh, the other part being, yeah, you play the games for a reason. And that's where, while I understand the points total, but at the, at the end of the, the cycle, isn't that the way the whole NFL, college football, and all competitions work? Some days, your best just isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it rolls. So if the head-to-head, you lose to these other teams, yeah, you lose the tiebreaker. I I don't see why, because you scored points, that that automatically becomes the way it has to be. I I think that's foolhardy. I think you you play the schedule, and unfortunately, sometimes you run into that buzzsaw that takes you down. Burst, do you want to weigh in on this? Your thoughts? Uh, I'll take the opposite side. I think it should be total points. Um, and that's because there's way too much variance when it comes to weekly matchups. And it, for example, in my main league, I, uh, I'm fighting for the last playoff spot and I'm a game back of two teams. One of those teams I beat the other, I lost to, but both of them, I have, I have nearly 200 more points than the guy that I lost to that's ahead of me. Uh, I have almost a hundred more than the other guy. Uh, so I'm still fighting for that playoff spot. And quite frankly, when you're looking at the overall picture, it's about having the best teams in the playoffs when you can. Uh, the total points are the best indication of the best teams in the league. Um, look, I get it. Of course, when you're playing in a head-to-head league and not a best ball league, I understand where the logic is in terms of using head-to-head because that is what ultimately matters in the standings. But when it comes to roster construction, when it comes to the overall season and the way in which you've operated your team throughout the season, the 
overall points that you've scored is the best representation of how you've performed throughout the season. Now, of course, yeah, I, I again, I get it. Like, that's what a best ball league is. That's not what a head-to-head league is. Um, but I do think that it is more fair to opt for the overall points in that manner because, quite frankly, matchups are random. The schedule is random. There's tons of variance in terms of like what could happen in terms of you, you play guys with guys on bye, you, uh, you have an injury. There's a lot of different things. I get it. I, I understand where you guys are coming from, but uh, I will take the side of the fact that when you look at it's very frustrating to be one of the top scoring teams in the league and not in the playoffs. So uh, when you're when you're fighting for that last playoff spot, it, it keeps these other teams in it at the end of the se- at the end of the season. And then it's I, I, I just think it's more fair to opt for the total points. The fairness part, when you talk about all the variants or the the things that can be random, is just kind of the part that that I I go back to. I also think there's a flip side of it. Like to to Bursch's point, the team that is down 200 points may have an advantage over Bershinger if that if if that was the scenario. I can't remember the the exact scenario that you, you played out. Yes. But now you've allowed this other team to at least continue to to play and be active in 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 the league and continue to have a shot. And I think that that's just as much about it. Like why play the games if it's just going to be a points competition? We had, we had a guy in our one of our leagues that that wanted to do that. And I just, you know, like no thanks. Each week I don't want to find out if I finished 4th or 6th. And then at the end of the year, maybe finish like that. That doesn't appeal to me. What's fun is finding out that on Monday Night Football, he's got Alvin Kamara and I've got Mike Evans and we're going head to head. And this game means something. And that's to me what it's all about. No, it's 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 not perfect, but it does add the element and why I think that you need to play games. There are certain games on a schedule that are more important in the NFL than others. And I think that should be the way in fantasy football. And because you had a bye that week or maybe your player was in concussion protocol, that all comes with it. But if you're able to get that advantage over that other person for that tiebreaker, that's what I think the leagues are all about. That's why I think head-to-head is so important. Why play the games? I'll I'll take it into the uh, the guillotine, which, again, goes to, you know, roster setting but not head-to-head. Like, team that was just chopped. Lamar Jackson leaves the game early. He by far had the most points per game all year long. Oh, sorry, you're done because you had that one bad week. Uh, variance is part of the game. Week to week battles, and and you know what? It, it just my and it's not being glib to you, Bursch. It's to the the argument to a degree is um, life's not fair. And this this is what keeps you coming back because there are the imperfections of all of this that you you've managed what you thought was a perfect season. And unfortunately, sometimes things don't go your way. It's a nice metaphor for life. So I tell my kids all the time, you could do everything that on your side the right way. doesn't mean you're going to win in a competition, in a classroom, in dealing with your idiot friends over group projects. And all of it happens. Uh, and, and you have to, you know, sometimes be angry about it and just say, I'll, I'll always remember. Because it's a better story, right, if you get left out than if you get in, isn't it? 
Yes, yes, the story. That's what I love. <laughs> the, story, the story, the narrative of that league, particularly. Not remember the year when I advanced because I had more total points than the other. No, nobody cares about that. It's remember the year when I didn't make the freaking playoffs and I had like five hundred <laughs> more points than everybody. That was absolute BS. That is what fantasy football is all about. And uh, all right, so story time, yeah. <laughs> anger, vitriol. I'm never playing this damn game again. All of those things, only to say, when do signups begin? You play, for 2023. Yeah, first, you play fantasy football to get screwed over. Don't you understand this? Like, there's, <laughs> there is no fairness. The NFL even realized it and said, let's give six teams uh, buys in week 14. So, like, they're they're even in on the gig. That's what that's what this is all about. Dan, all right. I play fantasy football to use my career in a way where I can take money from my friends. <laughs> that's, that's why I do There it is. There's my guy. How, how many, uh, uh, here's a true question, uh, honest question. Percentage-wise in your leagues, and then we'll get to Mike's rankings and we'll, we'll get this. Percentage in your league, Burst, you can go first, Harmony, you can go second. How many guys actually care about the money, would you say? Um, on average, depending on the league, I think... Um, Eh, maybe half, I guess. It, it depends on how much money there is, and it depends on how engaged they are. Um, but I think in the in the bigger money leagues, half to even even some of the guys who like don't like you know what? Yeah, I guess I guess they don't because there are guys who don't like playing and know that they're bad and know that they lose money and they complain about losing mm-hmm. money every season, but they do continue to play. Yeah. So Harmon. I'd say it's zero. It's all about blanking over the other guy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, right? yeah. I mean, like, I'll, I'll be honest. Everything that I'm playing, um, the, all the friends leagues got torn asunder. I got disinvited once I started doing all this stuff for a living in a couple of them, which I don't think anybody understands. The more you watch, the more paralyzed and uh, you see things and ghosts that aren't there. You feel like Sam Darnold at times. Uh, old reference, I know, but it works. Uh, but it's it's the idea that, all right, I can beat you. That's why no trades happen in a lot of these leagues. You know, because you don't want to be the guy being made fun of at the next draft going, hey, thanks for giving me the league, jackass. Yes, yes. You know, that whole thing. So it's it's all the, the prideful and, and peacocking element of it more than the couple of bucks that are out there. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enough of that stuff. Let's get to the rankings. Mike, your top five plays at the quarterback, running back, and wide receiver positions for Week 14. Let's start with the signal callers, one through five. Got to say, it's a curious week with some of these matchups where we might be uh, pushing some of the usual suspects down a bit. Not enough to knock them out, but enough to just say, well. All right, so Jalen Hurts going up against the Giants. Fine. Set it, forget it, move on. Tua Tungavailoa going up against the Chargers. This is a curious one, but the Chargers don't run away and hide from anybody. And last week, too, I did have some opportunities against the 49ers uh, timing off, and, and that's what disruptive fronts will do for you. But here we've watched the Chargers, and as much as they're still in it, they feel like they're really far out of it. Does that make sense? Sunday Night Football, Tua and company get to shine. Dak Prescott going up against Houston. The only uh, question here is with that 17-point number, if they take care of business, is he on the sideline sipping tea? Uh, to start the second half, or is he just hiding in the giant kettle? I don't know. Uh, Number four, Patrick Mahomes going against Denver. Yeah, Denver's defense has been fantastic, and this is a spot where maybe it's a little bit of a cautionary tale, but still makes the top five. And then Josh Allen going up against your New York football Jets, or Jason Smith's uh, New York <laughs> yeah, football Jets. I, I just use it as a collective York. Yes. It felt like for a couple of weeks the, the nation kind of got behind them, because it was a lot of chaos at quarterback, some bravado in Sauce Gardner, and they were just good enough to be a nuisance when everybody thought they were going to be trash. Uh, and now still in the playoff picture, but uh, the Buffalo Bills are a 10-point favorite. I think Allen still makes hay, but this one's, uh, one's going to require some uh, extra finesse. I think your point about Dak, and not only hiding in the Salvation Army kettle in the second half, but it's if they get up like the Dolphins did against the Texans, you know, if you're up 30 to nothing, right. what does that mean for everybody else? What does that mean for Pollard? What does it mean for Zeke? What does it mean for C.D. Lamb and Dalton Schultz? And then obviously Dak Prescott, who you mentioned. Texans going back to Davis Mills. I don't know how much of a difference that's going to be. I was um, so high on him, Dan. <laughs> I, I know I a really lot of people was. were. He leads the NFL in neck. So that's why you <laughs> that would be high. True. Yes. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
I, you know, maybe, maybe him. Can you make that into a stat category? What is N E C K? What kind of acronym, acronym can we make of that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just that that would be the only thing with the Cowboys because I've I've got a couple of them that I'm playing in Week 14 that you just in that first 90 minutes I think is when you got to make your hay because I'm just not sure on how competitive the Texans are going to be. All right, those are your top five quarterbacks. Let's get to the top five running backs for Week 14. Derrick Henry against Jacksonville. We know the history uh, running amok once again. Uh, I do have uh, Ramondre Stevenson all the way up at number two going up against Arizona. New England, a slight favorite in that one. Monday night football, Bill Belichick, all everybody kind of whispering and, and wondering what happens going forward. Uh, Brady talk, etc. No, it's all fun and games. Uh, we still have a few weeks of the regular season to iron out, and this guy's been playing really well. Uh, Dalvin Cook going up against Detroit. Detroit, Tony Pollard against Houston. Again, that giant asterisk is sitting out there. How much Malik Davis do we get to see in the second half? There you go. There, there's a name if you really want to add a dollar to your daily <laughs> fantasy play. Uh, and then finally, Austin Eckler going against Miami. It's not always pretty, uh, but the final numbers have been there week in, week out. Those are your top five running backs uh, for the upcoming week. A lot of familiar names yeah. uh, making it. And that Vikings-Lions game with Dalvin Cook at number three. Lions the favorite, even though the Vikings come in with their 10-2 and record. And uh, there's there's a lot of history on the line where like the Vikings' win percentage is greater than what the they have. They're, in the win percentage, the Vikings uh, have about 55% even though the Lions are favored. In scenarios like this, we got a number from from the people at Foxbet saying that teams that, like the Vikings in this scenario, have never won this game. They've never covered. So we could see history change in Week 14. All right, let's go to the wide receivers. Top five pass catchers for Week 14. All right, a lot of the usual suspects, but jumbled once again in a new surprise entrance based on matchup opportunity. Uh, let's get it started. Tyreek Hill going up against the Chargers, okay? Uh, this is one expecting points. We look at the over-under 51.5, one of your highest totals of the week. My guy, Amon Ra St. Brown, and I do this because most leagues at least have the half PPR, if not full, and he's just been a beast, and this is an opportunity in another one of the expected high-scoring games. Home favorites against the Minnesota Vikings again folks trying to make sense of that uh, Vegas um, merchants putting out full books to explain how this works and how betting works uh, 52 uh, your total in that one uh, I'm going to go with Stephon Diggs going up against the New York football Jets you want a challenge he'll take your challenge and he'll dunk on you all the way through number four Justin Jefferson going against Detroit remember this was a matchup that wasn't terribly kind to him early on in the season we'll see if the Detroit secondary is up to the task uh, as we roll in and then we look at DK Metcalf going up against Carolina 44 the total run games all banged up means more Geno through the air all right there are your top five quarterbacks running backs and wide receivers for week 14 now we do the other thing where we tell you the hot plays and cold source and ninjas for the upcoming week Mike who are your hot plays guys you got to get into your lineup that aren't in the top five for week 14. Start with the signal callers. Geno going up against Carolina. The running game's banged up, but Metcalf and Lockett are ready to go. DK made my top five wide receivers, so looking for the answer through the air. Kirk Cousins going up against Detroit. High-scoring game is expected between Jefferson, Thielen, Osborne on the wings of love, and Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison. Yeah, you could sing the song. Lin-Manuel Miranda might come get me if I do. Uh, so opportunities there. Zeke against Houston. Again, opportunities. 
preparation. Sit down is there. Uh, maybe some more whack-a-mole. I mean, it's all for a good cause. Latavius Murray going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't trust anything else really in this game a whole way uh, on the Denver side, but let's get the run game involved. Uh, and then we look at Devontae Smith from Philadelphia going up against the Giants. They'll do everything they can and sell out to try to slow down A.J. Brown, which means more opportunity for Smith, who's coming on here late. And then Jerry Judy. Yes, we'll, we'll go back to the well in Denver. I, I, I'm not expecting a grandiose point total, uh, but yards and moving the ball between the 20s might be a, able to be done against this KC secondary. All right, let's hit up the cold source. Guys, you don't want to touch, see, anything to do with coming here in week 14. Cold source for the week going big game. Hunting starting at the wide receiver position. Debo Samuel going up against Tampa Bay. Spread the ball around. Brock Purdy, I have a giant question mark because he goes up against a tough Tampa Bay D. Still top 10 for all we've talked about. Uh, the the offense and struggles. Defense still getting it done we, most weeks. Uh, Brady and company always in striking distance. Uh, now we got Gabe Davis going up against the Jets. I'd have Stephon Diggs matchup proof going up against uh, the the Jets on the other side. He was in the top five, but it's 43.5 total, and Gabe Davis is a guy that might end up becoming more DK, decoy. Kind of, I, I got DK Metcalf in earlier in the top five. Uh, he's still on the brain, but decoy-like in this one as the Jets still playing with a lot of pride and heart. That pass defense has been fantastic. Davis, more a WR3 for me this week. Go back to that Bay Area matchup. Brady coming home. Yeah, I know the 281 and two big, fantastic fourth quarter comeback. Do you want to sweat that out in the final week of the regular season? No, no, I don't think you do. So he's on the the pines for this week. You can just ride this one out, see what happens. Najee Harris banged up a bit uh, once again, going up against the Baltimore front. I want no part of it. I don't believe this week, except as a back end number two. Zonovan Knight going back to that Jets-Buffalo matchup. You you got reinforcements coming into the running back room, and while he may still have a good workload and Salah's saying all the right thing, uh, a little bit nervousness there. And then the other cautionary tale, back to the Bay Area, McCaffrey. What does he do with those touches this time around? Can he find uh, the big play, or are you dependent on just a high PPR level? Interesting list always with the cold sores. Finally, Mike, who do you got for the Ninjas in Week 14? Carolina looking frisky. DJ Moore tops our ninja board going up against Seattle. Secondary uh, opportunities abound. Just throw it up. Let them make plays uh, as we flow. Coming out of the bye week, maybe they'll have a little more connectivity, a little more cohesion there for Sam Darnold. Number two, Hollywood Brown. Welcome back again. Team coming off the bye week. Monday night football against the New England Patriots. They'll do everything they can to slow down DeAndre Hopkins. Bill Belichick saying all the nice platitudes. That's fine. That means Kyler's got to go look to Hollywood Brown, even if it's just one streak down the blurry, down the middle, uh, over the top. There you go. Ty Hundley going up against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh generous in the secondary. Hundley, Hundley a guy that uh, acquainted with that Baltimore offense. Opportunity as a runner-receiver. Here we go there. Mac Jones on that Monday night game going up against Arizona. Is it sexy? No, 
but it strikes of a, an opportunity here, uh, especially he, Hunter Henry, who we mentioned uh, a little bit before, where we're talking about generous opportunities in that secondary. And then finally, uh, maybe I'm beating uh, the, the drum a little bit too heavily, but James Cook, we've seen him coming on alongside Devin Singletary in that Buffalo backfield. I think this is a spot where they play a little smash mouth at times, and Cook is the beneficiary of such a movement. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's time for Ryan Bershinger and I to take uh, control of the wheel, give you some advice this week. I'm going to give you a reason to start a guy, Steelers wide receiver George Pickens. Uh, what is it? The squeaky wheel gets the oil, and Mike Tomlin addressed it, said, hey, George Pickens has got to figure out a little better way to uh, communicate that he wants the football. The great news is is Tomlin wasn't mad at uh, mad at him for it, saying that he'd rather tell uh, tell a dog to, to heal than to sick, that he likes that George Pickens wants the 
the football. And I think that the Steelers will make an effort to get him that football against the Ravens. On the flip side of things, this one's a tough one. I still believe in the Broncos' defense. I may not believe in their offense, but I believe in their defense. And so Isaiah Pacheco has been uh, decent for the Chiefs as of late. But I think Kansas Kansas City is going to be relying more on Patrick Mahomes and his arm against Denver than uh, the run game. If Pacheco doesn't get his touchdowns, the numbers aren't as great. So I'm going to give you that's the reason to bench Pacheco as I still kind of believe in the Denver defense, even with all the turmoil, even with the the trade of Bradley Chubb, uh, even with those moves. That's why I like uh, a reason to bench Isaiah Pacheco. Now, Burst, you get an opportunity to give us your survivor picks of week 14. That's right. Well, if uh, if you're still alive in a survivor pool and you still somehow haven't used either the Cowboys or the Chiefs, just jump on those and, and don't look back. Cowboys, of course, against the Texans, Chiefs against the Broncos. Those should be easy for those two teams. If you're threading the needle a little bit, uh, I would take the Seahawks if you still have the Seahawks available <laughs> against the Panthers. Uh, yes. Uh, of course, with Kenneth Walker banged up, hopefully he gets to go. But uh, even without him, uh, the, the Seahawks offense has been firing and uh, the Panthers are are not very good. I would think Titans could be available as well. I thought about that. Home game against the Jaguars, um, and things honestly haven't been great for Tennessee, and you fired John Robinson this week, maybe. I don't know if firing the GM sparks the team, but I think that could be another (laughs) option to look at. And with Trevor Lawrence banged up, too, I think there's good opportunity there. And uh, because uh, life has been swirling lately, I rarely do this, but I did miss last night's Survivor. I will be watching it tonight. I know we are getting down to the wire with the final seven. Uh, there are a lot of advantages looming, and I'm guessing that at least one of them makes an appearance. I'm hoping because they've just been sitting in pockets for this entire season. So hopefully uh, we get to see some action here. Uh, from what I understand, it is an action-packed episode, and I'm looking forward to it. My lips are sealed. Oh, All right, Harmon, let's get into these three-point conversions. Uh, for week 14 as we wrap this bad boy up what do you got uh tied together league rules final buys get the points of clarification before kickoff on sunday yeah uh it's it's a tough time to try to ask for those clarifications but as dan pointed out and ryan ch- uh, chimed in uh there there's sometimes some uncertainty that you'd rather have that than heartache uh after the fact and, and those fights that break up a league we don't want to have it happen. Uh, the Cleveland uh, have owned Joe Burrow in this history. Can Deshaun Watson make a big play and show great resolve and great improvement over his debut? We shall see. Uh, and then not so purdy up in the Bay Area. I think this <laughs> one is a you know I'll take the pun from you there, Dan. Uh, and and this is a game. But thirty-seven and a half is the total. Yeah, you could also get some rain. Uh, not not a guarantee, everybody. but but that could also play into effect. And a lot of sweatshirts sold up in the Bay Area. I don't know if you guys have ever been up there during uh, during this time of year. You think it's nice during the day, and then it kicks you in the teeth. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just tell you this: at the All Star Game in San Francisco, what's, what's the old saying? Like the who was it? Was it uh, Hemingway? Who was it that said uh, the coldest summer they ever spent was a summer in San? Or the coldest winter they ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. Boom. Yes, um, they handed out uh, fleece vests at the All Star Game in 2007 oh, because nice. it was so cold. The media's like, "Yeah, I'm going to California in, in July. It should be awesome." It was freezing. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure December, <laughs> about 45 uh, minutes south, uh, won't be much better. Uh, I, I will I will say this: 
there are two options for points of Palooza. It's a heads or tail. It's Vikings or Lions, Dolphins or Chargers. Mike, my coin came up. Dolphins, Chargers, points of Palooza. I'm even thinking of playing Raheem Mostert. That's how many points that I think that could be played in that game. Uh, while that could get really loose and hairy in Southern California on Sunday night, I think they're going to tighten things up. I just mentioned I like the Titans as a survivor play. I think the Titans get back on track and uh, take out the Jaguars. You love Derrick Henry this week. I think there's absolute uh, reason to. And uh, I, I, I don't want to jinx anything. I'm saying, uh-oh, Gino. Seahawks are banged up in the backfield. Mm-hmm. I think Carolina's defense is is they are better than what is thought to what they are. Mm-hmm. And I think you could see a little uglier game in Seattle. So, uh-oh, Gino for my other three-point conversion. All right, number 1 with the the Tennessee thing, just just really quick. Uh Jacksonville got anybody that can get uh, John Robinson fired again? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. really that yeah. was one of the strangest things ever. That trade didn't go well and he came back and torched us. You're fired. Uh and so one wondering if there's any more. And how much do you love DJ Dallas or do you not love DJ Dallas? Uh, it's just he's uh, he is limited and he was hurt. As well, uh, you got Travis Homer dinged up, Kenneth Walker, obviously. Tony Jones could be a name that could be out there, but he got knocked out. Sean Alexander have yes. any uh, contract? Kurt Warner, Derek Fenner, Chris Warner, or Warren, um, the, uh, John L. Williams. We could go We can go all day long. Oh, Ricky that. Waters. Uh, Seahawks nice. had some really good running backs. So yes. That's well done right there. Uh, you got Kurt Warner in. Yes, you get I, Kurt Warner in. Oh, Kurt man. Chris Warren was really good as well. He 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 was for a Nicely time. Nicely done. All right, so it's week fourteen. Uh, I I hope we got our ducks in a row when it comes to our leagues. If you have any fantasy horror stories, you can always send them to us. Get Ryan on Twitter at Ryan Bershinger. Obviously, you can get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome and find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. Good luck to you. Good luck in your daily leagues, and we will talk to you next week here on I Want Your Flex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.